Praise the Lord, everybody. Before we get started in worship this morning, we tend to do a few things for our fathers. Happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. We appreciate all the dads. Let's give all the dads a hand clap today. And we have a Father's Day card for our pastor because we appreciate him over our assembly. So let's give him a hand clap of praise. $50 Lowe's gift card. One more. And we've got one more. We're going to play all the fathers get a gift today and seasonings. It's a little different this year. Some seasonings you can do when you're grilling. There's some different ones. So if you don't like what you get, maybe swap with another brother or see me after church. Maybe you can swap it up if you don't like it. But the neat thing about it is the bottom is a magnet and it'll stick, you know to the refrigerator or your maybe your grill or something it's a magnet on the bottom so they're pretty nice so show the video and we'll pass these out
you got two up here, y'all. <laughs> he don't get one. Praise the Lord, everyone. Again, we appreciate all the dads that are here today and you, the some that may be watching online. Let's give everybody a, a hand clap again. Amen. Um, uh, I'd like to, on, on behalf of Ryan and myself, like to thank all the men that came to the uh, fellowship breakfast yesterday. We had a great time out to uh, uh, Bob Evans and... Uh, teach them how to make biscuits, though, I think. Uh, <laughs> that's a long-standing uh, joke that happened years ago at the church. Some of you may remember that. But we did have a great time uh, and appreciate those that was able to come, uh, to come out for it. And uh, uh, we just um, show all our, our appreciation to our fathers that are here today. Um, we want to make... Um, uh, our announcements right now. Next Sunday is what? 75th, 75th homecoming. Praise God. Hallelujah. <laughs> Lord, have mercy. We definitely give the glory and the honor to God, uh, uh, and uh, we're thankful for our uh, our the pioneers and the founders um, um, of, um, of this assembly back in 1948. Uh, and um, I, I, I kind of like the thought that we kind of run, we coincide with the nation of Israel because 1948 was when Israel uh, uh, declared a nation again. Uh, but next Sunday is going to be a, uh, a, a, a day of... Uh, uh, celebration. I hope you've already made some contacts and invited people to come out, uh, especially those that used to be members of our assembly. Uh, uh, we, this is what a homecoming is all about. Um, invite them out. We're going to have a very special um, uh, minister of music. He's going to be ministering uh, in word and song, Brother Nathan Young. We've never uh, had him before, but um, he is going to be in the uh, uh, area uh, on that, that Saturday night. He's going to be in Portland and doing a uh, um, regular uh, gospel singing for Brother P.D. Tipton there at um, his church in Portland, and then he will be with us um, Sunday, Sunday afternoon especially. He'll be taking care of the Sunday afternoon service and uh, uh, so um, remember that there is a um, uh, a menu 
uh, up on the board back there. I'm asking um, all the ladies, please take the time to sign up where you will bring something. The church, as always, will provide the meats, the, um, uh, chicken and ham and things of that nature. Uh, but um, we need everybody else to sign up for uh, uh, the side dishes and the desserts and breads and all of that. And we're just excited about next week and um, um, just having a great time of fellowship together. Amen. There's going to be a camping trip for the girls, the youth camping trip, on the uh, 28th through the uh, 1st of July. Um, um, everybody um, remember that. Um, that's um, that's coming up um, really um, quick now. It will not be too long. So please um, uh, remember that. Now, while you remember that, I'm trying to remember something else that I was supposed to say. I should have um, wrote it down, uh, knowing how I am, but I'm, I can't. Maybe I will uh, remember it um, sometime during the service. Uh, but there was something else that I wanted to make an announcement on. Um, but um, we're going to go ahead and do our uh, devotional scripture. Uh, no, but we are having a baptism today, everybody, if you don't know. Man, Sister Vicky sitting over there is the one that's going down in Jesus' name. And the water's great, and if there's anybody else that hasn't been baptized in Jesus' name, we need to dunk you too. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we um, are definitely excited. Amen about that. Um, with Father's Day on our minds and our thoughts, I am taking you to the Book of Proverbs, uh, the second chapter, and um, it is thought by by many that uh, this writing here, Solomon, uh, he he was a father of several sons. And it was Saul originally, this is something that he wrote for instruction to his sons, but was added in Proverbs, and he was given instructions to all young men. So you would apply this to all. But he said, My son, if you receive my words and treasure my commands within you. Uh, I think about when I was a young man, there were some things my dad tried to talk to me that hey, I knew I knew better than dad. Amen. A lot of us have been there. Amen. Uh, and I didn't I didn't uh, realize the wisdom that was in those years. Amen. And um, how today. How today I wish I had him that I could give him a call and ask him about something or um, get his advice on something. Uh, and so we need to cherish those things while we have them. Amen. My son, if you receive my words and treasure my commands within you, 
so that you incline your ear to wisdom and apply your heart to understanding. Yes, if you carry out for discernment and lift up your voice for understanding, if you seek her, <laughs> he's calling wisdom uh, her here, if you seek her as silver and search for her as hidden treasures, then you will understand the fear of the Lord. And I just remembered what else I wanted to say. Because that's what I have been teaching about on Wednesday night. And let me go ahead and say this and we'll finish up. Um, it came to my attention, somebody made mention, and so I asked everybody, and by the way, I appreciate everybody who was here. We had a tremendous crowd this past Wednesday night. We had a good group of people that came and um, um, really do appreciate that. And there is a lot of uh, Bible versions today. Uh, it's amazing how many kinds of versions of the Bible there is. And uh, there's some of them that are good that will help you further understand, but there are others that you need to frankly stay away from. Amen. Uh, and uh, if you don't, not careful, if, unless you know uh, what you are reading, you could be misled. So, everybody last Wednesday night, it was 100% raised up their hand saying that they'd like to hear something like this. This coming Wednesday night, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about how we got this Bible. Um, and I'm going to be dealing with uh, all the translations uh, and um, give you some insight on what you can can and cannot trust, because like I said there, uh, <laughs> talk about the beliefs of our assemblies just for a moment. Uh, uh, this is why in our articles of faith that states the foundational beliefs of this congregation that has been from day one, we, we say, and I believe this is on our website if I'm not mistaken, uh, the way that we state this, that we believe uh, that the Word of God is uh, the inspired Word of God in the original writings. In the original writings. That's what we look to. Amen. Uh, a version that one man or a group of men have come up with is not necessarily inspired. Amen. So what we need to do is to stay back to the original as it was written. Amen. But I will be doing that Wednesday night. I don't know how I don't know if I'll finish it in one night or if it might take two Wednesday nights. Uh, I don't know. We'll just get started and see where we can go to. But uh, tell somebody about that and uh, uh, we'll be starting that Lord willing.
Yeah, thank you, Lord, for bringing that to my attention. Um, he said in verse 4, if you seek her as silver and teach, uh, search for her as hidden treasures, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. Amen. For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth came knowledge and understanding. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk uprightly. He guards the path, paths of justice and preserves the way of his saints. That ought to make you shout right there. Hallelujah. God's going to preserve you. <laughs> gonna, oh, I could, mm, I could preach on that. He's going to keep you. Hallelujah. My Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Then you will understand righteousness and justice, equity, and every good path. Those were some great words of wisdom that Solomon gave to his sons, and not only his sons, but all young men coming behind him. Amen. And today, as we honor earthly fathers, uh, let's not forget our heavenly father, because he's the most important one. And... One more thing before I have our praise team come up. We've been having people come over and do things and work to help uh, spruce the church up for our coming um, uh, holiday that we're going to celebrate that 75th anniversary. And I want to thank everybody. I shouldn't name names because I may leave somebody out, but I know I know Chris came over one day, and if you noticed uh, around the church, uh, all the hedges have been uh, been trimmed. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, I was fixing to say that. Sister Angie found out she's going to be doing that, and if you notice, uh, the uh, the beds around the everything's all cleaned up and everything. Sister Angie came over and did all of that. And on top of that, which you, when you get outside in that heat like we're having it right now, it's a, it's a job. It will wear you out. Uh, if you look in the fellowship hall, uh, Ricky is is uh, uh, painting our cabinets for us and uh, getting them uh, uh, fixed up. We, he started that yesterday. He's not finished that, and we appreciate that. And uh, But everybody, and if I uh, left out somebody, you know, I'm sorry, but uh, it's people like that that what makes a church function. Amen. Glory to God. If the church only depended on people who dropped money in the offering pan, the church would not stay open. we got to have more... Finances is important, but there's a whole lot more, amen, involved, amen. And when you get people putting together and working together and using some elbow grease, amen, God begins to see it, and it, that pleases the heart of God, and he's going to send blessings our way. So let's just worship our Heavenly Father today and give him the honor and the praise that's due him. Give him a hand clap while they come.
the mighty name. Praise the mighty name. Hallelujah. Glory. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. 
Glory. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. You can be seated if you can. Hallelujah. Glory. Somebody says, well, there's a lot of problems in the world right now. A lot of struggles, a lot of troubles going on. Oh, but I've got a feeling everything's going to be all right. Oh, I've got a feeling everything's going to be all right. Oh, I've got a feeling everything's going to be all right. Be all right, be all right, be all. Make the devil mad and tell him that right now. Hallelujah. Come on. Glory. God is good. And all the time, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Um. Hey, man, you got anything good to tell us, uh, Jibber, about uh, senior camp last week? Was it just ordinary, dull, dry, dead? What? Think about that. Hallelujah. I think if there's one word that sums up uh, uh, that generation, this, 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 this youngest one that's coming up, is authenticity. Uh, they're looking, they're looking for, for truth, what is real. They can spot a phony a mile away. 
Amen. You might not think they can, but they can. And uh, th this generation is going to be the generation that's going to issue in the second coming of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. And you know the best part about this? It's not going to be just a few short weeks that the junior camp's going to convene. Amen. Hallelujah. And uh, we're going to be down there for, uh, for some of that because the uh, the conference will be going on as well. This year is going to mark 90 years of our association. Um, we've got 75 here of our church, but it's going to be 90. It's going to be the 90th year of the Associated Brotherhood of Christians. Amen. That's one of the first things that attracted me to that organization is, is the name, Brotherhood of Christians. It don't have a denominational name in it. Hallelujah. Associated Brotherhood of Christians. Hallelujah. God is working, folks. He is moving. <laughs> don't be sitting back and looking down the road for the revival to come down the road because evidently while you was looking some other way, the revival has already slipped in. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I'm so thankful. Amen. For amen that uh, the youth camp and uh, uh, it's an experience. I'm back in my younger days when I could handle. It. I used to go down there and work. I was a du uh, dormitory supervisor and took care of those the boys. And uh, I'm gonna tell you what everybody needs that experience at least one time. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Uh, and uh, but uh, we praise God for that. Praise God for our um, uh, youth leaders in the association and those that are taking care of the campgrounds and everything there in Hot Springs. They're doing a fantastic job, and we're so thankful to God. Amen for that. Praise the Lord. Um, Sister Mary um, uh, talked to me earlier and um, uh, gave me something, and I I, I think it'd be good. Uh, she's going to be um, sending out a, a get well card to uh, uh, Sister uh, Deborah. Um, and uh, she has been sick now a good while, spent a lot of time in the hospital, not been able to work or whatever. And uh, there are some that feel like it would be in order maybe to uh, uh, take up a little love offering for her. So we're going to do that in the midst of our regular offering today. If you would like to share something in that, uh, when you fill out your envelope, just put other. And even if you go, you know, if you go on online or on machine, there, there's a way for you to uh, to do that to let us know that uh, uh, this is what this dollar is a uh, uh, set aside for, and uh, uh, ever, you know. Um, how God leads you, and um, you will definitely be blessed. And uh, uh, you can uh, give several different ways um, uh, now, and so trying to make it as easy on everybody as we possibly can. Let's bow our heads, and that's God's uh, blessing on our offering right now. Father, we come to you in your name. We thank you, Lord, for this service. I thank you, God, for your presence that is real in the house. Thank you, God, for what we feel. You are our Heavenly Father, and we love you, Father. We love you. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your grace. 
And now God bless this offering we're about to receive and uh, let it be used for the furtherance of the gospel and the upbuilding of the kingdom of Christ. Bless the gift and the giver. And everything's accomplished. We will give the praise to you in Jesus' name. Let the church say, God bless you as you give today. See the king soon and very soon. We are going to see the king soon and very soon. We are going to see the king. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We're going to see the king. No more dying. Swiftly on, and I want to. We got the message, and then we got the baptism. So I want you to have time this afternoon. I mean, if you still have your father, uh, spend some time with him or contact him some kind of way. Uh, and uh, because that's what this day is about, uh, and um, it's um, it's so very much important. Hallelujah! I appreciate. Uh, my earthly father and, and what he meant to me and uh, so much of him is imprinted in my life uh, and what he stood for uh, and believed in um, is in in my life and in my ministry and also I'm thankful for uh, Darlene's dad and then we were close too we had a we had a good relationship and uh, it blessed me to see how close to God he got there in the last years of his life as he had, uh, had the cancer and as he was going down swiftly. Sometimes I would come home from work. They lived next door to us, and I'd see him just walking around outside, just doing this. And 
talking to the Lord. Amen. We got many that's passed on uh, that was once a part of this uh, uh, church, and uh, I think about them on a regular basis. I made a promise years ago. It, you don't see it everywhere. A lot of times, uh, when you have a change in the baton that's passed, a lot of times after a while, you uh, you see the the pioneers and the older ones forgotten. But I made a promise a long time ago. I'd never will forget those that come before us, because. They're the reasons why we're here. They're the reasons why we're here. Come on, Ronnie, before I get the snot in everywhere. I picked that up from him. He's supposed to be picking stuff up from me, but I'm getting that stuff he's saying. The Lord just <laughs> Praise the Lord, everybody. Great to be in the house of the Lord this afternoon. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers this afternoon. I want to uh, definitely mention my father and brother Bobby, my father figure growing up. Uh, I noticed in the bulletin that uh, there was a proverb in there that I have often thought about and think of the, uh, these two. Me and my father and brother Bobby says... Uh, the, the righteous the righteous man walks with his integrity and his children are blessed after him and I definitely uh, uh, believe that and, and know that scripture I'm blessed and brother Bobby's children are blessed as well because of the integrity that they have shown uh, while their children are growing up my sisters and uh, uh, Marsha, Brown and Paul uh, they, they have, brother Bobby and my, and my dad have just shown me what uh, Living right is all about. Hallelujah. So I just give the Lord praise for them. Hallelujah. Sure, go ahead, brother. Praise the name of the Lord. Jump in that river, hallelujah. The Bible says that we're in Christ Jesus, seated in heavenly places. 
good and all the time all right praise well we're going to turn to scripture now first john chapter two we're going to read three four five and six first john chapter two three through six praise the name of the lord try my best to uh not keep us too long this morning i know we have baptism that we're excited about today so we thank the lord for that but the word of the Lord in 1 John chapter 2, beginning in verse 3, reads like this. It says, Now by this we know that we know Him, if we keep His commandments. He who says, I know Him, and does not keep His commandments, is a liar, and the truth is not in Him. But whoever keeps His word, truly the love of God is perfected in Him. By this we know that we are in Him. Verse 6 said, He who says he abides in Him ought himself also to walk just as he walked. He who says he abides in Him ought himself also to walk just as he walked. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your presence in this house. and. Lord, now use me as you see fit to bring forth the word that you have given me, Heavenly Father. Open every ear and every heart and understanding this day for this hour this word, Lord, and let it go forth, Heavenly Father, as you desire and seep into the hearts and minds of us all this afternoon. In the mighty name of Jesus, we give praise and glory. Let everyone say, Amen. 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 You can be seated. I want to talk to you a few moments on the subject, following the footsteps of Jesus. Following the footsteps of Jesus. Now, it's Father's Day, and with that in mind, well, Father's in mind, but this message is for everyone, men and women alike. It's for the body of Christ. It's for all today. But we, when we think of following the footsteps of Jesus, we often think about, we see like the picture there, the uh, little child uh, that's walking right along with the Father. And so we think about the footsteps to uh, that the little one follows right along with the Father. And I want to ask each and every one today, where are we in our walk with Christ? Are we to where we can, if you will, see His footsteps? Are we step in step with Him? Are we doing His perfect will? Are we just maybe uh, not that close by Him? 
We need to be following in the footsteps of Jesus today. We, def- we definitely need to be doing that. The hour is so close to his second coming that I wouldn't want to be anywhere else than knowing I was right there with Jesus walking with him. I want to know that I know that I know. And we can all know that we know that we know today that whenever the Lord shall call us to go home to glory, whenever that may be, young or old, that we can be ready and we will see him in glory. Hallelujah. We can know that with a surety today. We can have that confidence today. But as a young boy, we would watch the greatest athletes play, basketball, baseball, football. We all may have had a favorite athlete. Michael Jordan considered basketball's uh, most favorite player, greatest player. Maybe Babe Ruth considered the greatest baseball player. We would watch an intense and gripping game, and then after the fact, uh, as young boys, we'd go out to the field or court, and we may hold that bat up out there to center field, indicating, hey, a home run's coming. Or we may try to do some kind of uh, acrobatic layup shot with our tongues hanging out like Michael Jordan trying to do some layup or something. Y'all remember how he would do that? And so we may, we may do some of those things and talking a lot of smack all along the way. I mean, I don't care how many times Jonathan, my son-in-law, uh, beats me in a game of cornhole. I'm going to talk smack to him all day long. I don't care how many time, how many games he wins, I'm still going to talk smack to him, tell him what a loser he is, that I'm the greatest. I'm going to do that. And that's, what, that's what it's all about, having fun, having fun and doing that. But we do that in an effort to imitate someone we like or we admire, you know, in sports. Got young, uh, young boys do that. They, they will try to imitate them, do what they did. But likewise, as Christians, we need to be not just, not just to be on our own man or own woman. We need to be going after and imitating Jesus, following after his footsteps. By his spirit, we are to emulate him, do our best that we can be to be just like him. Hallelujah. We should be so close to him that it doesn't come second nature to know what he, what he would uh, say to us. That spirit within us, that connection that we have, should, we should know automatically, hey, I don't belong here. Or, hey, I don't need to be in this conversation that's going on. Let me find my way out of it. We need to be so close to Jesus in our walk with Him, our footsteps right along with Him, that we will know right away where we do or don't need to be. We need to be imitating Him. We need to be like Him. Hallelujah. Paul told the church at Corinth, imitate me just as I also imitate Christ. We should have a desire to imitate Jesus. We should have that desire. When we do this, we're following His steps, staying on the course that He has laid out for us. Each one of us has a course laid out for us by Jesus. There is a path for us. For everybody, it's different. There's a different path. But there is a path laid out for us. And the closer we are to Him, the more we are going to know and realize that path that we're on with Jesus. There's two areas that I want to speak to you about this morning. And that is, number one, we must be willing to be led by Jesus. We must be willing to be led by Him. 
But there's one thing that will stop us in our tracks, man and woman, either one, it does not matter. There's one thing that will stop us in our tracks, and that's pride. Our pride within ourselves, thinking we don't need, we don't need to do this, or I know this better. I, I I've I've done this this way so many times. I've always done it this way. Pride sets up and begins to uh, be our walk. Before we know it, we're just following our own footsteps, if you will, instead of following Jesus's footsteps. We need to lose our pride today if we want to be walking step in step with Jesus Christ. Hallelujah! The Giver of our salvation today. We need to lose that pride. Hallelujah. Thank you, brother. God resists the proud but gives grace to the humble. He resists the proud. So if you're one that has pride in your heart for, for any one thing, that's the Lord is going to resist you. That's the word of God. You will be resisted with your pride, but he gives grace to the humble. We need to be of a humble heart and mind when it comes to the things of Jesus Christ. When we go down in what we, the watery grave here, we come back up a new man, a spiritual man or spiritual woman that we know we leave our flesh behind. We, we're supposed to, if you will. And we, we are uh, born again, a new spiritual creation in the kingdom of God. And we should be always having His concerns, His thoughts upon our thoughts and mind. That, his ways are not our ways. That's why we need to be walking with Him closely so we will know His ways more closely. Hallelujah. Proverbs 14 and 12 says, There is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is a way of death. There is a way that seems right to us, but it's wrong. It's just wrong. We, and, and we can follow that way Time and time again. What's the, what's the definition of chaos? Doing the same thing over and over again, getting the same result. Never changing, never getting any better. The Word says there's a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. Don't let your pride prevent you from walking step in step with Jesus this afternoon. Don't let your pride prevent you and hinder you. Hallelujah. Let the Lord show you that grace and feel that love from Him. Hallelujah, this afternoon. Psalms 143 and 10 reads, Teach me to do your will. Teach me to do your will, for you are my God. Your spirit is good. What does that say? Lead me. Lead me in the land of uprightness. Lead me. Hallelujah. We can't allow Jesus to leave us if our pride is in a way. We cannot, it, it, it'll never happen if our pride is in the way. We have got to get rid of our pride, our prideful thinking. Teach me to do your will, for you are my God. Your spirit is good. Lead me in the land of uprightness. Romans 8 and 14 reads, For as many are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. For as many are led by the Spirit of God, these are sons of God. Can you call yourself a son or daughter of God this afternoon, knowing assuredly that you're led by the Spirit? We need to be led by the Spirit this afternoon. We need that is that is the only way we are going to be following in the footsteps of Jesus. Hallelujah. Being led by the Spirit, not by of our own desires, not by of our own will. Being led by the Spirit. That's how we'll know we'll be sons or daughters of God. If we are going to be following in the footsteps of Jesus, then we must allow ourselves to be led by the Spirit. 
Jesus was fully man and fully God. But he still allowed himself to be led by the Spirit. Matthew 4 and 1, what does it say? Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. Why would he need to be led up? He was fully God. Why would, it, why, would he, why would he need to be led up by the Spirit into the wilderness? He was showing us and giving us example that we are, we are to be led by the Spirit. He, he was fully man as well. As a man, he needed to be led by the Spirit. He was fully God. He was led by the, up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. The, this is so important for us today in this hour that we live in because Jesus wants us, wants us to allow ourselves to be used by him to help other people. We have got to help other people this afternoon. We never know who we're going to come in contact with. We never know how, what our day is going to bring, who the Lord is going to put in our path. And so I want us to read in Acts chapter 8 to give you an example of what happened to Philip. Acts chapter 8, we're going to begin reading at verse 26. It is so imperative that we allow ourselves to be led by the Spirit to be in the footsteps of Jesus so that we can be truly useful in the kingdom of God. Yeah. I, I, I can't stress it enough and, and impress upon you enough that this is so vital in our day and time that we're living in with all the issues that's going on in our society. We need to be there and, and be like, but if, if we allow our pride to hold us back, we will never be able to be used by God. And we need to be, we need to be able to be used by the Lord this afternoon. Acts chap, chapter 8, begin reading at verse 26. Now an angel of the Lord spoke to Philip, saying, Arise and go toward the south along the road which goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. This is desert. So he arose and went. He, he listened, he arose and went. He, and behold, a man of Ethiopia, a eunuch of great authority under Candace, the queen of the Ethiopians, who had charge of all her treasury and had come to Jerusalem to worship. Verse 28 said, He was returning and sitting in his chariot, he was reading Isaiah the prophet. Then the spirit said to Philip, Go near and take over this chariot. So Philip ran to him and heard him reading the prophet Isaiah and said, Do you understand what you are reading? And he said, How can I unless someone guides me? See, someone needs us to help guide them in this day and hour. Someone needs our help in our understanding of the word. Hallelujah. In this hour. You don't have to be a teacher or a preacher to be able to help someone to be able to teach them and talk to them about Jesus. Jesus needs just a willing person in the kingdom of God in this day and hour that we're living in. That's what he needs more than anything else. And I'm going to show you in, in the next verses just really truly how simple it is to be willing. And he said, how can I unless someone guides me? And he asked Philip to come up and sit with him. The place in the scripture which he read was this. He was led as a sheep to the slaughter and as a lamb before its shearer is silent. So he opened not his mouth. Verse 33, In his humiliation his justice was taken away and who will declare his generation? For his life is taken from the earth. 
Verse 34 said, So the eunuch answered Philip and said, I ask you, of whom does a prophet say this, of himself or some other man? Then Philip opened his mouth and beginning at this scripture, preached Jesus to him. It was as simple as that, preaching Jesus to him explaining Jesus to him and what he went through and how he was crucified on the cross for the salvation of all and what it took to have that salvation. That's what it takes this afternoon is simply someone willing to not worry about the pride, to follow, be led by the Spirit. Philip was willing to be led by the Spirit so that the Spirit could guide him and direct him to this eunuch who was seeking and searching for the Lord. He was seeking and searching him out. And, and the Lord knew it, but he needed a man or he needs a woman in this day and hour one, to help those seeking after him. Hallelujah. To share the gospel of Jesus to him, the good news. Verse 36 said, Now as they went down the road, they came to some water. And the eunuch said, See, here is water. What hinders me from being baptized? Then Philip said, If you believe with all your heart, you may. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. So he commanded the chariot to stand still, and both Philip and the eunuch went down into the water, and he baptized him. Hallelujah. That is a great example of Philip allowing the Spirit to, to use him and be led by the Spirit, walking right step in step with the footsteps of Jesus so he could help this eunuch. That is what the Lord expects of us this afternoon. He wants us to allow ourselves to be led by His Spirit, to be so close to Him that we know where, when we need to pick up the phone and call someone. Have you ever had a time or situation where you have felt so strongly you don't know? Maybe you had a dream about somebody or maybe you was just woke up or you were doing your job uh, throughout the day and somebody so uh, just came over your mind and heart so, so strongly powerful that you had to call them and had to let just say hi to them and let them know that you were thinking about them and maybe the Lord gave you a direct word to give to them. That's what I'm talking about today. Our, the brothers and sisters in Christ need uh, the uh, our every everyone to be in walking step with Jesus Christ, being led by the Spirit so that we can help each other. We all need that help this afternoon because we all go through different things that will get quickly get us down. It will get it quickly get us kind of in a depressed state. But a good word, come on somebody, will make us glad. A good word can take to turn that around. Hallelujah. We need to be willing to be led by the Spirit. Hallelujah. Also, it's also about a prayer life. A prayer life. Not some half-hearted prayer life. Just, a, just off-handed prayers. Not like some of the prayers I do. Lord, help me get through this traffic. Lord, I sure need that money to go to Bora Bora. Please, Lord, I need to go to Bora Bora. It's so beautiful down there. I, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a prayer life where we get by ourselves and we just get one-on-one -on -one daily with Jesus. You want to be walking step in step with Him? You want to be so close to Him you feel His presence and you, you, you truly just feel His love all over you? We need a prayer life like no other in this day and hour we're living in because you never know what we're going to face. We need that daily prayer life where it's just you and Jesus. Just y'all. 
not your phone, not your TV, not, not any distractions whatsoever. We need to be spending time with Jesus. Hallelujah. One-on-one. Jesus gave, led this example. There's many scriptures that talks about Jesus going off to pray. He, did, he showed us that he did this many times. We, we need to have a very existent prayer life. We can, ne- we can never get enough prayer and talk to the Lord. Talking to the Lord's great, you know, throughout our day. You know, I do that all the time in my job. I just, uh, you know, because I talk to myself all the time anyway. I might as well talk to the Lord. <laughs> So I talk, to the, I talk to the Lord like I'm just talking to friends or something. But I'm talking even more than that where I'm not focused about anything or anybody else but Him. Because I want to be directed by Him. I want to be guided by Him. Maybe there's some questions that I have in His Word or maybe there's something going on transparent that's coming about in my life that I need a move of Him. I need some, some real guidance and direction from Him that He will answer through His Word. And I, and I can do that through a prayer life like no other. Hallelujah. We need a devoted prayer life in Christ today. I'm sorry. relationship that's great that's great thank you it it leads to that relationship just like the relationship me and Michelle have many couples have that relationship you have you the closer you get you can you don't want to be apart you do not want to be apart when that relationship grows and it's strengthened and you and you find that you do so much for for them the same as they do so much for you you'll you'll find that maybe there's something you don't like to do but you do it because your significant other loves to do it, right? And that works with, with your, your walk with Jesus. When you, when you are so close to Him, you'll know through His Word what He likes, what He expects of you. That changes you, gets you more into His image. That's a relationship that will change you. Hallelujah. That's very good. Thank you, sis. Hallelujah. Let's look at Luke chapter 6, verse 12. Now it came to pass in those days that he went out to the mountain to pray. He's talking about Jesus and continued all night in prayer to God. Why in the world would Jesus need to pray all night to God? He was fully God and fully man. But he's showing us. He gave. There's so many scriptures that talk about him going out to a mountain to pray, going off by himself to pray. But this verse says he continued all night in prayer to God. This happened to be a time when he was praying to, to elect the 12 apostles. So there's something going on. He wanted direct guidance and help with that. He prayed all night to God. Mark 6 and 46. That's the one I just gave you. Let me look. 6 and 12. Did I just read you 6 and 12? I already read that one. Okay. No. I, met, I, I think I jumped ahead of my. Luke 6 and 12, it came to pass in those days that he went out to the mountain to pray and continued all night in prayer to God. Now I want to go to Mark 6 and 46. I got myself mixed up. And when he had sent them away, he departed to the mountain to pray. It's just another example of how Jesus got away to pray. He had fed the multitude, sent the disciples off in a boat, and they, Jesus went to the mountain to pray. And he spent time in prayer constantly. Even though he was the Son of God, even though he was fully God and fully man, he spent so much time in prayer. Matthew 26, beginning at verse 36. 
Then Jesus came with them to a place called Gethsemane and said to the disciples, Sit here while I go and pray over there. And he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, and he began to be sorrowful and deeply distressed. Then he said to them, My soul is exceedingly sorrowful even to death. Stay here and watch with me. He went a little farther and fell on his face and prayed, saying, Oh, my Father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. I think you all recognize by now where this, this passage is from. Let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. Then he came to the disciples and found them sleeping and said to Peter, What? Could you not watch with me one hour? Watch and pray, lest you enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Jesus said, watch and pray. This didn't just go for his disciples he was talking about. This is for us today. We need to be watching and praying lest we enter into some temptation, some situation or trial that's going to come upon us. The spirit indeed is willing, but our flesh is weak. Our flesh is a lot of times, I'll just be frank, I'll be honest about myself. My flesh sometimes just takes more over Ronnie than what what I want my spirit to be doing. And it's not a good thing. There again, that's why praying is so important. Because... The Spirit indeed is willing. The Spirit is strong enough to handle everything. The Spirit is strong enough to to cast out demons. The Spirit is strong enough to heal the sick. Hallelujah. The Spirit can do all. But our flesh, or maybe our pride, will hold back. And we can't allow that. We need to allow Jesus to use us and be walk step in step with Him today. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Let's all stand this afternoon. Just in a moment, a uh, pastor is going to get ready for baptism, and Sister Vicky is going to go over here and get ready. But before we do that, we want to take time for prayer for anyone that needs prayer this afternoon. If, the, if you have a sickness that you won't pray for. We are here to pray with you. But if you need to come and just talk with Jesus and spend some time talking to Him, we want to give you that opportunity today. We don't want to dismiss without that. They're going to play a little, uh, the song that we, that we played last Sunday. So we are here to pray with each and every one. And let us remember this afternoon that we need to be walking closer with Jesus. We need to be following His footsteps today. We need we need to be so close to Him. Hallelujah. As they play the song, if you need prayer for anything this afternoon, we're here to pray with you. Go ahead and play. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Have your way, Father. Have your way, have your way in this house.
Will you come today? Hallelujah. The Lord is, has His arms wide open this afternoon. Will you come? Hallelujah. Praise your holy name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. She wants prayer for the pain that arthritis was causing her. Her, her hand was hurting her. Let's just believe the Lord on Sister C right now. Father, right now. Lord, rebuke this arthritis right now. Hallelujah. Have no place in this hand. Be loosed and released right now in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. We speak Jesus over right now. Hallelujah. Be made whole and well right now. Let her have the full movement in her hand. Hallelujah. No pain whatsoever right now. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, let it be so. According to your word, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you for it right now. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you for it, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. All right. We're going to pray for her. She's going to get an extensive test on her. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. You are here right now. You strike your heart. Hallelujah. 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 Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Nothing Hallelujah. Right Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for it right now. Thank you for the touch right now, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's all clear in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah right now. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. We thank you for it, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you for it. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah,
careful with the step going down that could be a slip. Praise the Lord, everyone. This is a glorious day. Anytime somebody takes the step to follow the Lord uh, and uh, in water baptism, uh, it's sad, but a lot of people don't don't really realize the importance of baptism and uh, the part it plays uh, in our uh, salvation. But uh, baptism is not just a, uh, like some people teach, that baptism is only an outward show of an inward work. It goes deeper than that. Uh, baptism is a commandment. It's a New Testament commandment. I'm looking in the book of Acts when Peter went to the house of Cornelius uh, and preached the first message to the Gentile people. While he was preaching to them, the Holy Ghost fell on them and they all received the Holy Ghost. And this is the words that he said. He said, can anyone forbid water that these should not be baptized who have received the Holy Spirit just as we have? And he commanded them. He didn't ask them. He didn't, uh, he didn't give them an option. But he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord. Amen. So baptism is a commandment. And to Sister Vicki here, there's a scriptures that I want to read, uh, especially uh, to you as you take this step. Found in the book of Romans. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Certainly not. How shall we who died to sin live any longer in it? Or do you not know that as many of us as were baptized unto Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Therefore, we were buried with him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so also should we walk in newness of life. For if we have been united together in the likeness of his death, certain we also shall be in the likeness of his resurrection, knowing this, that our old man, and I mentioned this in this message, was crucified with him, and that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should not long, no longer be slaves to sin. For he who has died has been freed from sin. Since let me ask you, have you um, made your commitment uh, to the Lord today? And you are ready to invite Jesus into your heart. How many people is going to make a covenant with her that you're going to pray for her? Amen. And we're going to rejoice 
amen, with her as she takes this step. This, this water symbolized is a grave. What we're going to do when I baptize you, the old person, the old Vicky, is going to, is going to be left here under here. And a new person is going to come up. And the Lord has promised, no matter what's in the past, it's over with and gone. He said, I'll never remember this you anymore. I don't know of anything that would be better than that, any grave at all. So we're going to do this now. Um, we're going to try something for the first time. We've got a seat in here. Hopefully this will help. Let's all go to God in prayer. Father God, as we come today, we thank you, Lord, for this precious soul who has been coming out and been a part of this assembly for some time. She has made the move to come to you. She's decided to make you the Lord and Savior of her life. We rejoice with her on this day, and we're going to stand with her from this day forward. And I'm asking you right now to fulfill your word when I baptize her in your name, that you will fill her with your Holy Ghost power so she can have that to help her in this new walk in life. I'm asking you to bless her in everything. In Jesus' name, let the church say, Hallelujah. Vicki, upon the profession of your faith and in accordance to the word of God, I now baptize you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. Jesus is the name. 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 Jesus
Jesus is the name. I thought she was going to try to baptize the pastor there for a minute. 